Do you love the Making a Musical podcast? Please subscribe, like, and review our show so we can get this into the hands of more musical theater lovers just like you. Ticket Peak just named us one of the five best performing arts podcasts out there. We're number three now, but help us out and let's move up that list. Meantime, if you want to learn more about my new off-Broadway musical, Good Morning New York, go to goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. You can get tickets for our 54 Below show. That's October 4th. It's a concert and you'll get a free album. It's a Friday. Heads up. So you have time. You have a Friday in a few months. We also have tickets for our off-Broadway show. That's January 9th, 2020. Tickets for both shows are on sale now. We have merch. We have music online. Go to our website to learn more. So what do I, what do I, what do I, what do I know about this thing called love? What do I, what do I, what do I, what do I know? Cause you're standing here asking why it's so unclear. But hey, it's this thing called love. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Making a Musical podcast, Summer Break Edition. I'm your host, Jose Wigand. This podcast follows the development and execution of the critically acclaimed new musical, Good Morning New York, which opens off-Broadway at the Players Theater January 9th, 2020. The producer and OG host, Jacqueline Thrapp, is out raising money, so I'm taking over season three. When it's all been said Hi guys, welcome back to Making a Musical Podcast, Summer Break Edition. Today I am going to be sharing my knowledge of how to record your original song and get it out into the world. I do have some experience with this, um, kind of starting from scratch and not knowing anything and just doing research and meeting people and finally just getting down to doing it and recording and getting my songs out there. So a little background on me, as most of you guys know, I am a composer. I am writing a musical called Falling Out, and it's going really well. I'm loving the journey, and we've been putting on a few shows out in New York, and I've met the most amazing artists and have gotten to work with some incredible talent, which I'm always so grateful for. Um, But what really inspired the musical was I was just writing so heavily one year and I was fortunate enough to record um, City Streets, which is my musical's first official single last year in Nashville, Tennessee, where I live. So I want to tell you a little bit about that process because maybe you're interested in recording your music and getting it out into the world. And I know it can be super intimidating if you don't have any experience or knowledge of this. But let me reassure you that it can happen, it's not going to break the bank, and you can get a really good quality product that you are proud of out into the world for your friends and family and your fans and hopefully the world. So I was always the girl (laughs) writing songs in her bedroom, you know, the typical sitting in my bed with my guitar, writing my emotions out because that's just how I work and how I process. And recording my original music always intrigued me, and I always really, really loved the idea of just the whole process of getting into the studio and just the equipment and 
I don't know, it just seemed it just seemed really intriguing and kind of foreign to me, but I knew I really wanted to get into that industry. So what happened last year was I posted on this musician page on Facebook in Nashville, Tennessee, and I asked um, if any recording engineers wanted to record the song from my musical in exchange for me playing violin on any tracks that they may need. So I was offering my services and my talent in exchange for basically their space and their engineering skills. At this point, I had already written the full song. It's called City Streets. I had or I had the piano part written down. I had the string arrangements down that I wanted. So basically, it came to just figuring out, you know, a guitar part, bass part, and any other tweaks that came along. So at this point, I was already pretty prepared to just go in the studio and track it. Um, and luckily, I got, I got one response back, and it was a complete blessing. It was so perfect. It was from this recording engineer named David Upton, and he had a plethora of experience recording. He's, he's been a musician for years and years and an artist, and now he had, at this point, he had built this beautiful home studio in his basement, and he really just wanted to help out young artists and help them get their feet off the ground. And also, you know, he wanted to delve into other genres. So his genre was a lot of country and rock and Christian music and pop. And he had never recorded um, a musical theater song. So he was excited about it. And he also needed a violinist for some of his country stuff. So it seemed like this perfect exchange for me to come in and just kind of learn from him and then also give him um, the violin playing that he needed for his tracks. So I think in about the course of December, January, February, uh, I would say four to six months, um, I went to his studio. I met him and his wife. Uh, he, I got a little tour. We talked about my song and kind of set out a roadmap. And I already had the singer in mind, Jake Tudor, as many of you know. Um, he's one of my good friends and... Um, an unbelievable singer. So we finally went into the studio, and I mean, I had the best time. I laid down the piano parts and all the string parts, and David, the engineer, played bass and drums and figured all that out, and then we brought in Jake to sing um, at the very last, that was the last step. So, um, and then David did the mixing, so as many of you know, when you record a song, when you're done, you need to mix it and master it. And usually the engineer does both. Um, sometimes you bring the mix to an outside source and they master it. I'm not like mastering is kind of something I'm still a little uh, fuzzy about, but I know that it entails setting the EQ levels and volume levels for radio play and just getting all the stereo stuff correct. Um, so David, in in my case with City Streets, he mixed it, and then I sent it off to mastering, and then the song was done. So what I did next was I created an account at TuneCore.com. So this is where the music distributing comes in. So once you have your product, you have recorded your song, or you have your song recorded, and you have it mixed and mastered, how do you get it out into the world? 
This was something I wasn't sure of, and I know there's um, there's SoundCloud, which only requires an MP3, and then the whole world can listen to your song for free, and it's great, um, but you're not going to make any money off it. And there are more official ways to present your music or your artistry. So one um, website, David, my producer slash engineer told me about was TuneCore. So TuneCore is a music distributing um, website. So what music distributing is, is it's basically taking your track and it's getting it out to Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube, Pandora, you name it. Any streaming service that you use to listen to your music this is what music distributors do is they send your product out to the world for people to listen to. So the three big music distributing companies um, that I've found in my research are TuneCore is one of them. And then there's CD Baby. And there's one called Lander. And Lander's a little different because according to my knowledge, Lander will master your track for me. So like I said, there's mixing and mastering, mastering being the last step in any recording process. And if you already have a good mix of your song, you can upload it to Lander and they will master it for you, which, you know, to me, that sounds really cool and really ideal and very simple. Um, I have, I don't, I don't have experience with Lander, but, um, you know, maybe I'll try it one day. So what I use, again, is TuneCore, and it's actually so simple to get your music out there. You really only need um, three things. So you need the file to your song, which you'll get from your engineer. They'll send it to you, so you'll have that. So you need the file. You need cover art. It can be really anything, um, as long as it's not explicit. And it meets their criteria. It can be a drawing, a photo of you. It can be it can be anything. And then lastly, you need the fee to pay for this service. So basically, you know, you go on TuneCore, you give them your artist name. In my case, um, I think Falling Out was my artist name, but I chose to use Jake Tudor for the single just because it's his voice on the track. And I just wanted to get something released. And Falling Out doesn't have anything else out there. But I also released my first single um, yesterday as a violinist. I I released a song that I wrote called A Summer's Day Waltz. And so I just went through this process again of uploading the, 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 uh, the file of my song choosing the cover art. In this case, I did a photo shoot with my friends and we got these amazing pictures. They look so professional and really incredible. So I was really happy with that. So I uploaded my picture. And then lastly, TuneCore charges $9.99 for a single release per year. So I'm paying about $10 a year for the whole world to get to hear my music or buy my, buy my music or, you know, hear it for free on Spotify, YouTube, whatever. So that is the process of releasing your song. I mean, it's not, it's not that hard. It's, it's not, it shouldn't be that scary. So I just want to encourage you guys to, to try it. So I, I will talk about um, a little bit about finding a studio 
and finding the right engineer. So say you're a writer and you have this incredible song that you're passionate about and it's ready to go. You can either sing it yourself or maybe you have friends that can do a great job or you are going to hire someone else to sing it, maybe a professional and you have the band together. You know, what's the next step? Um, You need to find a recording studio and this can be intimidating as well but it doesn't have to be so when I recorded my 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 song that I released yesterday we my friend and I actually recorded it in this MD room in his house so it wasn't actually at a legit studio he had he had brought brought back a few mics that we used and he had his computer whatever programs he has on there but it wasn't actually a legit studio so that all goes to show that if you have a good engineer who can, you know, mix it and adjust everything that you give him, that you can record from, <laughs> you'd be surprised, you can record from a lot of different places. So, you know, but if you have hookups to a studio, that that's great. And um, the other thing is finding an engineer and a producer that you trust. You know, it, it could be a friend, um, that's totally fine, but really they need to have a good track record and you know really good past products and maybe just a style that you really vibe with and you know I've I do a lot of recordings here in Nashville just playing violin or viola and I just I have such a blast recording in a studio is one of my favorite things and I'm so fortunate that I can do it as part of my job it's just it's really really cool and one of the things that makes it so cool is um it's just it's a lot of fun. Like the engineers make it fun. The musicians make it fun. A lot of times recording a song is just really chill and laid back because if you want a really good product, you kind of need to set the environment to something that's obviously, you know, professional, but you can have fun and, you know, joke around and, you know, at this, at the studio, as long as you come in prepared and you have an end goal and, you know, it's a really, really good experience. So now that you know how to record your single and get it out there, um, I will say recording one song won't, it shouldn't cost you a lot of money. So say you can book a studio for one to $200 and that could be eight hours. That could cover, that could cover one or two songs, like from start to finish. So for $200 paying the, uh, the, the studio team and then, you know, if you get your friends to record for you, you know, hopefully they'll just help you out. You wouldn't have to pay them all the time. So really you're just paying for the engineer and the space and then you're paying for your distributing fees, which like I said is only $10 a year if you go with TuneCore or if you do some research, maybe you can find a cheaper option. So that's how that whole process works. Um, And the great thing about distributing, um, I mean, these distributing websites is it is possible for you as an independent artist. What I mean by that is someone who's not tied to a record label or signed to a record label. It is possible for you to get your music out there and to be just as legit as these other artists who are signed to a record label. You don't have to be signed to a record label to have a a successful career. I mean, you'd be surprised how many huge artists aren't signed to a a record label. 
And it really just takes a lot of perseverance and really strategic marketing. And you really can't quit. You can never give up. I guess some marketing tools that I've um, that I've utilized as oh for my musical for falling out. Um, one is Instagram, and I'm sure you guys have heard that a lot. But it is really such a good tool because you can find people that will love your songs and your product. It it just takes finding the right fan base, whether that's through you know checking out who follows other accounts that are similar to yours or finding a, ha- a hashtag that relates to your content or your product and um and also you can start a GoFundMe page um in my case I'm doing a GoFundMe page and I'm selling t-shirts so falling out is recording our second single this is this is exciting and I've made this announcement in the last episode, episode four, where I interviewed Theron Morrissey. And so we are recording Simple Girl in Nashville, Tennessee in in one month. So this is really exciting. And I do have to um, fundraise some money for that. So I started a GoFundMe page, which has been really great. People have been donating. And I've also been making t-shirts to sell for $25.00. I'll ship you a t-shirt anywhere in the U.S. And, it, and the t-shirts say, I want to walk the streets of New York, which is which are some lyrics from um, our song City Streets. So it's just a cool way for fans to be involved in the show and support the show and um, show their support and also give to the expenses that I have for recording the next single. So you might wonder how much money you're going to make once your song is out in the world. And <laughs> let me tell you, you won't become a millionaire overnight. I mean, these these things take a lot of time and a lot of streams, a lot of listeners. And I mean, I think I probably made $20 last year off of City Streets. And I had almost 5,000 streams, which, you know, isn't a ton. But for me, it seems like a lot because... The song came out a year ago, and at that point, my fan base was still growing, you know, from nothing. Um, this is a brand new musical. I'm a, you know, no one knows about my writing yet. So to have 5,000 streams is pretty cool for me. But $20, you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't really do anything with that. Um, so I did some research, and I'm going to read you some facts about what, um, what different streaming services pay you per stream. This is from digitalmusicnews.com. So first, we'll start with Pandora. So Pandora actually has the highest per play royalty rate. So Pandora will pay you, okay, listen to this, $0.01682 per play which means anytime someone listens to your song or st- or streams it you as an independent artist make 0.01682 dollars from Pandora and that's the highest paying one so according to this website you would need 87,515 streams on Pandora to earn about 1400 dollars 
So 80, over 80,000, 87,000 streams. Okay. Next we have, let's see how much Apple Music pays. Okay. So Apple Music pays the third best and they pay, in, well in 2017 they paid 0 0.0074. And that number has gone up this year to $0.00783 per stream. All right, next would be, I know a big one is Spotify because there is a lot of drama happening with Spotify and everyone's mad that they don't, they don't pay well enough, they don't pay their songwriters, and there's, it's, a, it's, a big, it's a big thing right now. So Spotify <laughs> pays you zero. Point zero zero three eight dollars per play. Oh, that was sorry. That was last year. So this year they've increased it to zero point zero zero three nine seven. Okay, so you would need so even if you had three hundred and thirty six thousand plays, that would only earn you fourteen hundred dollars. So. That's that's kind of crazy. Like that seems crazy to me. Um, that just goes to show that, you know, you need to have a, a to make real money off this. I think you either need to have a lot of music online, or you just need to have millions and millions and millions of streams. So kudos to you if you if you can do those things. But the reason that I release music online really isn't to make money, and I and I know this. Um, that's why. You know, I'm not I'm not out to spend, you know, a hundred thousand dollars recording an album because that's gonna take way too long to recoup. So my goals in releasing music is kind of, you know, marketing. It's to is to get my my name out there and you know, just so that I can I can start having a fan base and people, you know, can just know who I am and hopefully, you know, once the ball gets rolling, which it, it kind of has been, I can release more music. So it, it has been a really, really, really good experience for me. And, you know, like I said, I love recording music. I love the industry. And it's been a really fun ride. So I hope that you guys gain something from this podcast episode. And just a little bit of my experience and my journey please reach out with any questions or, you know, follow-up questions, or I'd love to even hear about a song that you're releasing or, you know, a process that you're going through. My Instagram is at violincitygirl, or you can follow my musical Instagram at at fallingoutmusical. And like I said, we are recording a single in a month, so you can follow us along to see, you know, behind the scenes footage in the studio and, you know, you can, I'll be posting all of this and you can kind of see real life footage. So yeah, let me, let me know your thoughts and, um, if you're recording a single and thank you guys for catching this episode. See you next time. I always mess